Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Keep It Peachy. I am your host, Peachy, and we have a very special guest today. Hey, 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 it's Fabby in the motherfucking house. Car. I love Car. it. It's cute, but you sounded like, hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were oh. going to say, no lie. Okay, Fabby, you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Hey, what's up? My name is Fabby. I am the oldest out of, fuck, I don't know, I'm old already, I can't keep track, but about a lot of them. Um, fuck, I'm nervous as fuck. I know. I, what, am I you the oldest from seven? Come on, you guys are young. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest from seven? Yeah, the oldest, mama. She's I'm the biggest the and the baddest. She's the leader of the pack. That's right, mama. I'm the manager of this motherfucking clique right here. No, bitch. No. He need to park tomorrow. Oh, honey, eating. we're doing a podcast. Can you please not come in with your loud ass truck? Mm, man. Oh. Anyway, we're a little busy right now. We ain't gonna tell you nothing. Honey, the podcast is over here. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you staring into Ooh. that bitch's soul? I am Albert's daughter. At the end of the day. <laughs> I can't mind my own motherfucking business over here. I'm looking somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you want to introduce yourself, like, where you're from and, yeah, and how it was growing up and when you moved to Pasco. Sure. Where do we start? So, like I said, I am the oldest out of all my brothers and sisters. Uh, there is a huge age gap between um, my sister who is right after me, we're 12 years apart. And then they all just come along by many, many more years. Um, I think I'm about 22 years older from my youngest sibling. So that's a lot of years. That is a lot, mama. It's a lot of respect right there. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I am originally from California. I was, I would, I always say I was born and raised just because, uh, I basically, I moved over here when I was about 16 years old. Um, and so I'm from a little town south of Fresno, so central Cali. And I guess I lived there up until 16 and then moved here and then kind of was back and forth for a couple years. Uh, didn't, I couldn't really find my spot. Um, I guess it was pretty rough. Um, my parents split up when I was like 16 and my sister that followed me, follows right after me, she was four. And then, um, yeah, so pretty much, I would say my world at that time just got turned upside down. I knew nothing other than California and my dad's side of the family. And um, I wish we would have always kept it like that, to be honest. But, but yeah, um, I don't know what else. <laughs> okay. So when you were 16, did, you ended up moving back to California? Um, I did after like probably, I would say, um, 
I think I was, yeah, I was 16. And I think we lived here in Pasco maybe, I want to say we got here June or July. Because it was right after um, I got out of my freshman year and out of California um, schools. And then we left back in October. I want to say it was towards the end of October. Me, my dad, and um, at the time, uh, during my dad and my mom's final separation, um, we moved back. But my dad found a new girlfriend. He got a new girlfriend. <laughs> and who is uh, the mother of my brothers and sisters. And the rest of them. So uh, me and Priscilla are from my dad's first marriage. And then the rest of them are from my dad's second marriage. And, but we've never really seen it like that. I mean, other than just like, oh, we know who's, you know, your mom and my mom and stuff like that. But other than us ever speaking about like, oh, half brothers, half sisters or anything like that. Like, we don't really talk about that or we don't consider ourselves like that. Um, I don't think it's part of our language. Um, and then if anybody, at least for myself, if anybody ever tries being like, Oh, so they're your half brothers? I'm like, no, they're my brothers. Yeah. The fuck? Literally, that's how I've always been too. Like, what is a half brother? Yeah, uh, like, I mean, they big enough. We can do two, but <laughs> I mean, other than, you know, half there, half here, but no. My stomach's hurting for being a fat bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry, you guys. Um, <laughs> Nelly is in the back and she's just eating away. I'm not so, eating away. I'm eating right here. <laughs> so if you guys hear anything, that's her. Just want to put it out there. No, it's not. It's the mice that she brought. <laughs> like, she's just here for the clout because she already had her session. I don't know what's going on. Bitch, I'm always going to be here. What do you mean? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and then the laugh. I think the laugh is worse than the bag. Okay, so. <laughs> In the bag. So, then, yeah, you ended up moving back and I stayed behind. <laughs> yeah um i would say it was pretty it was pretty rough moving here well first of all like when my parents first split up like you know you would think being 16 years old you understood a lot already at least you know a lot of kids here uh where i currently live now it's fucking ridiculous because um they're they know a lot and I would say, I don't know if it had to do the way I was brought up, but I want to say it is, you know. Um, I don't think that, you know, my, I don't know how to, like, express it, but basically being 16, my brain wasn't functioning as fast as a lot of these kids nowadays, you know. Um, I didn't know what a broken home really was, you know. Um, on my dad's side of the family... All my aunts and uncles till this day they're they're still together you know my dad is probably the only one um, who had like a broken home um, and I still remember that summer you know morning being 16 years old back home and um, my dad woke up went to work and then I just remember you know the usual it was like during the week and I just remember my mom waking me up and obviously had probably already woken my sister up, but told me to like pack whatever I could fit into the van we had at the time. And um, 
you know, imagine just being 16 years old, getting woken up, have no freaking idea what the hell is going on, you know, because it's grown-up shit, you know. Um, and then, yeah, my mom basically just putting us in a van and moving us across states. You know, we moved from California all the way into eastern Washington and um, still had no clue, like, shit, is my dad following along, like, what's going on? Like, I didn't understand until we were here that my mom had left my dad and uh and understood that my dad had no fucking idea that my mom had just dipped like that like he came home from work and his home was empty you know and i'm not saying empty as in like furniture and shit like that like we just packed our clothes basically everything stayed behind but i mean you know he no longer had his girls there he no longer had his wife you know so me now figuring all that shit out as my dad's like looking for us like I didn't know my dad's number you know it's not like now where all this fucking technology you can find somebody or whatever so having to now meet my mom's side of the family and see them and have to live with them and shit like that like it was too much for me to understand um and leaving my whole life behind because I mean my life was my dad's family you know my brother my I didn't, I grew up as a only child for 12 years. So, you know, my cousins were like my brothers and sisters. My aunts and uncles were all second parents to me. I'd spent summers over there. I'd spent, you know, just about weekends, just anything, you know. Um, so when we were here, my dad finally found us and, you know, they, they decided to go ahead and give it a try, my parents. And so my dad sold everything or whatever he did uh back in california and he he drove here um i want to say one of my uncle uh my uncle arnold i want to say uh, brought him down here and um and yeah so he was here and that didn't last very long um it didn't work out my parents were fighting a lot my dad was never an abusive person um and my mom could say that like my dad never laid a hand on my mom so he never hit my mom, um, but there was a lot of like, you know, bickering and stuff like that. But, um, but that it was rough because when they did move here, I think my dad was really trying to keep his family and was doing whatever it would take. And I do remember one time my dad was just fucking going crazy and he kind of la launched down my mom with like a knife. And I think that's what Priscilla was talking about last time, how she has like images and stuff like. And, and yeah, because I do remember she was there in the home. But um, my dad went through a lot. Like, I don't, like, they're my parents and it's harsh to say it. But, like, as an adult and going through some situations that I went through, like, fuck, I can see where my dad was coming from. Like, that's some harsh shit to fucking have to go through. You know, years later, I went through something similar in my relationship where I didn't understand why somebody could not just hold their own and fucking tell you you know what it's a done deal you know but um but yeah so and so when I found the opportunity to be able to go leave with my dad like I was up for it you know my dad was leaving back and I told my mom like I'm leaving with my dad like I seen too much shit like I seen fucking my dad's been diabetic for as long as I can remember since I was a kid uh, high blood pressure so he was having all that stuff go on here and my mom's side of the family was rude as fuck. Like, you know, I keep talking about that, but I only talk and speak how we were treated and what we fucking went through. 
you know everybody to each their own you know but I could I could never see that coming from my dad's side of the family like ever just don't care about somebody and let them just fucking let them fucking die you know and that's literally what happened with my dad he was um going into like I don't know exactly what it was if it was a, a, a mean heart attack or what it was but he was feeling really really sick and he was asking for help like and I remember you know clearly like my grandma and my aunt just like fucking let him fucking die there like they didn't give a fuck and that's some cold shit that will always stick to me you know um and so one of my 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 cousins which um she's she's passed away now but um she was the only one that helped my dad that day and brought him inside the house where he was getting doors closed and you know so I wasn't gonna let my dad go back to California um on his own so that's how I made my way back into California because I left with my dad and yeah my sister did stay behind with my, with my mom like my mom wasn't gonna let her go you know I don't even think it was a question but yeah so that's how I ended up back in Cali for a short period of time how sure it was that <laughs> no, I'm serious because mm. I know like some stuff that happened and stuff like that, but I don't know like like how long, you know, was that time and stuff. Um, so it was pretty short. Uh, I want to say we left like sometime because I remember like Halloween was right around the corner. So that's why I'm assuming it was like late uh, October when we left. And, um, and my grandpa, he had like a little, uh, like a little, uh, rancho in Kelly. Um, and he had like some houses in the front, some in the back. And we went to live out there. I want to say we went straight to live there, but that had to have, we left in October and we were living out there. And, uh, shortly after being out there and, living in one of my grandpa's little houses um me and my my dad's new girlfriend um right off the bat like I, I got disrespected by her and just shit ended up going down because I wasn't gonna allow somebody to name call me when I was none of that you know and even if I fucking was you know I'm not gonna let somebody who doesn't know me name call me and um and I was like, fuck, dude, like, now I don't have my mom out on my dad. And, um, I ended up going and living with my aunt. With, um, one of my aunts and my uncle. And I lived there for a little bit with them. And then I was, come on, I was 16. That happened in October. Sometime late January. So, like, three months later or so, I, uh, I told my aunt, like, I want to go back with my dad. At the time, my dad was no longer living in one of my grandpa's places. He was now living, like, at one of his friend's house. Pretty far away from where I grew up and where the rest of the family was, but still near, you know. Um, it was maybe, like, a 30, 40-minute drive at the most. And uh, I went out there to live there. And um, that's when uh, I didn't know, but... After being there for a couple weeks, not not even two weeks, um, 
my dad said, oh, we're moving out from here and now we're gonna go move over to one of your grandpa's, uh, like a trailer that my grandpa had in some other property in some other little town. And so we went out there and, you know, painting it and whatnot, like getting it ready. And then just one day my dad sends me and my, you know, my stepmom um, to go and, and by now, so no, it was probably, probably like, dang, I don't know why it seems like it was shorter than that, but it had to be longer than that because um, Meli was born already. So it had to be a little bit longer than that because my sister um, was born already and then my brother was like also. So I want to say, um, I don't know, it had to be longer. Damn, I, I didn't, I didn't, I guess I didn't even think about it, how long it had been until now that I'm actually talking about it. But the point is that the reason I ended up back over here was because my dad had a drug bust um, at the place where we were staying. And, you know, it was pretty, that was pretty crazy for me, you know, being 16. Um, there was a bunch of undercover cops going by that house when we went back to get our belongings and head on over um, to our new place. And they stopped me and my stepmom. And then they just started questioning me. I think that I obviously look older than what I was. I don't think they realized how fucking young I was. But uh, they ended up taking us back to the home after interrogating us and asking me, like, is it okay? Can you drive back? And I was scared as fuck when they pulled us over. I was scared because, fuck, the thug that my dad was, like, oh, let me tell you. Uh, the van I was driving... I knew my dad didn't have fucking placas on it. Like, the tabs were not from that van. Like, the whole fucking placas were not from that van. So, when I got pulled over, I was like, fuck. And so, they immediately pulled me out of the... I was the one driving. They pulled me out. They pulled my stepmom out. They started interrogating her, like, through the front. And they started interrogating me in the back of the van. They're just asking me, like, and with the tape recorder, like, do you know why we pulled you over? And I'm the little bitch. I was, like, fucking crying, like, oh, hell no. And I was just like, um, no. And then they're like, because for sure, well, one, I had weed. <laughs> I had fucking weed. I'm not going to say names. Just some of my really close cousins. We had gotten, like, a bunch of it. For whatever reason, I had taken it. And I had it in, like, newspaper. And I had it between my books from school. And so all I can think about is, like, fuck, that shit's in my fuck, in the van, inside, between my books. Like, my ass is probably going to jail. And then, like, I'm driving this fucking van with, like, bad placas. Like, that's it. It's a wrap. Dude, like... And, like father like daughter <laughs> like father like daughter and so then um yeah so but the fucking undercover cops like oh it's something about your muffler and i'm like oh phew. you know like he's pulling over for the muffler little does he know i got weed and little does he know this fucking man don't got placas well little did i know que yo era la pendeja. he didn't know all that and they took my ass back to the house and when we got there well actually Probably like half a mile, a mile out, we made a stop, right? And at that stop sign, because we had, I am not kidding you, we had like three, four cars in front of us, undercover cops, 
and cops and then the back like another four or five and then we were in the middle they were like escorting our asses back i am thinking that my stepmom didn't know what the fuck was going on because she was quiet the whole fucking ride and i don't know if she was petrified or what was going on but she was with my dad a lot more than i was with my dad you know um even even before i i was staying with my aunt like there was times where my dad would be like, oh, do you want to go with your cousins? Do you want to spend the night over there? And like, I'd be like, yeah, you know, my dad wasn't working and he'd give me money and I'd be like, what the fuck? But I never thought nothing of it. My dad's always like, he was a mechanic. So he always would come up with money and have, you know, money or whatever. He was always doing little jobs here and there. And he was doing big jobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know. But anyways, um. So yeah, that's that's what happened, and then um, he, um, oh god damn, I'm old. What was I saying? Alzheimer's <laughs> <laughs> tip. Oh, uh, that you guys got to the house. Oh yeah, we got to the well a little before we got to the house. They all start getting off and fucking putting on like bulletproof vests and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like this shit's about to get real. I still didn't know what the fuck was going on. All I knew was we we're going back home and like they told me we can go back home. I was like, yeah, let's go back home. Like the fuck? I don't got shit to hide. <laughs> what I had to hide was already in the van. But um, <laughs> so we went back and then, uh, yeah, they fucking took me inside the house. And it was a big ass house. It was like a, I want to say it was a three bedroom. Four, well, it was big to me because growing up, like, fuck, that, that to me was a fucking mansion, you know? Um. So, it was like a three, four bedroom for sure. Two salas, like two bathrooms, um, big ass kitchen. Like, honestly, that place just reminded me like of the telenovelas, like the haciendas. Had a huge barn in the back. I think it had like two barns, I want to say. And then they had like fucking just animals all around. Um, not I, real animals. <laughs> but, um like roosters and shit i don't know they had a bunch of shit but anyways um so he took us in and we went in through like the garage into like the fucking um the first sala like close to the to the fucking garage and we went in there and then wait quick question did you have a bulletproof vest no i didn't those motherfuckers just thought about themselves motherfuckers thank you but and they take me in first, you know, which, yeah, like, I don't fucking get it. I don't know. But I could have probably sued them, you know, sued California for putting me in such an unsafe environment. Well, it was really my dad, but um, <laughs> uh, <mama> dad, but, <laughs> but when they took me back, you know, they're the ones that put me in through the front, like. I'm guessing they thought there was going to be like a shootout or something. I don't fucking know. But they made me go in first. They were behind me. They had all their gu uh, guns drawn and shit. And they're just like, whose room is this? Like, whose is this? Whose is that? And I just remember them getting like, finding one of the rooms. Well, two of the rooms. Um, and there was just like a bunch of fucking just like, like shit, like guns and stuff. And um, yeah, and then fucking, I was just like, fuck, dude, like. I was nervous because now it's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. What are they looking for? You know, that's how stupid and naive I was. And then we went 
I was like, dude, I need to use the restroom. So we went back to that restroom that was near the garage with that other sala where we first came in. And I can hear throughout the whole house, the fucking, um, the undercover cops were just like sniffing and like, oh yeah, it's fucking here for sure. It's fucking here. Like they can just smell the drugs because that's what they were looking for. And they're like, oh yeah, we smell it. We smell it. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And so I was like, I need to use the restroom. So I used the restroom, but they had one of the like undercover cops go like through the outside of that restroom, like the window, because they thought I was going to like jump out. Like they were dealing with some hardcore fucking criminals here, like drug lords, whatever the fuck, you know? So, um, then the, there was some waiting outside my, the door, like in the salon. When I just started hearing them saying, oh, we found it, we found it, we found it. Well, that first sala that we have gone through, that's where there was like just fucking buckets, like five gallon buckets of just a bunch of fucking pure, pure crisps. Like they were cooking it in the barn back there. That's the only, that's the first, one of the first things they had found was the, um, the tub they, where they would cook it or whatever back there, you know? So, you know, um, didn't know the house didn't belong to my dad. It was like someone my dad knew, you know? Um, and so we're not going to say any names, but, um, yeah. And so they fucking, and funny story about it is he left right before we did like literally seconds before we took off. Like he came back to the house, grabbed something and he left. Like we had very little conversation but nothing out of the ordinary so I didn't fucking know I think he knew already because there was a lot of cars passing by but anyways um they fucking arrested like my stepmom they asked where my dad was I had to fucking tell them I had to tell them where my brother and sister were well actually my little brother was with us um and then uh my little sister she was like a couple months old and she was over in um with one of my aunts and uh they just fucking ended up bringing my dad and once they brought my dad they just brought him handcuffed just fucking threw him on the floor there like an animal like it fucking hurt me so bad like I still have that image like I fucking just went off on the fucking cops and they were just like oh if you don't shut the fuck up right now we're gonna fucking forget you're a minor and da -da -da -da. they even had me sign papers and I just still don't understand, like, how. But um, they did. And then they had, like, they called CPS. They fucking came in the picture. They fucking put me and They put, actually, just my brother in the van. And, um, and they said, we're going to go pick up your sister. And so I had to jump in with undercover cops. One in the front, one in the back. And they were just like, if you try to jump out, like, we're just going to arrest you. And you're not going to say shit. You're going to go in. Like, they were ruthless. Like, they didn't give a fuck. Um, and they made me take them all the way to where my aunt lived. And they said that I was not allowed to talk to them at all. That I was just walking in, grabbing my sister out of wherever she was, whether it was their arms or not. And just taking her, walking right back outside. And so that's what I did. And my aunt, they were like, she was like asking me questions. And I'm like, scared. Like, I'm fucking, you know. And I'm just like, I'm fucking scared. And um, I didn't say anything. And then I already had an idea. They took us to like 
Fresno CPS offices or whatever. And then right there is like, I knew like we were being taken away from like our parents. So then I just remember telling them like, just please don't, don't separate me from my brothers and sisters. Like, just let us be together. You know, like I knew my brothers and sisters, you know, um, and they were just like, oh yeah, we're going to keep you guys together. Fucking lying ass motherfuckers. They didn't. They fucking made me go to one of the foster homes to drop off my brothers, my brother and my sister. And my brother, he was like, he liked us or he didn't like nobody. He was a big old chion. But he fucking was just, when I had to put him in the playpen and the crib, like he was just crying and crying and just putting his hands out basically. Like for me to grab him porque pues, he was scared. Like, you know, it, we didn't know these, this family, he didn't know them, you know, it was just scary. And he just cried the whole time, just putting his hands um, out, like for me to grab him. And for a long time, he would say he still fucking remember that shit. And he was already like, I don't know, first, second grade. And he would say how he would remember that shit. And he would tell his mom, you're just going to fucking leave us. They stayed a little bit longer in the system. I was there maybe two weeks. Um, and the only reason why I got out was because my mom um, went for me and picked me up. But they didn't get in contact uh, with my mom because of because um, they put me in a group home. They were in a foster home. I was in a group home. But when they took me into the group home, uh, they were asking me questions just like, I had been crying, like I was scared. I ended up fainting there and you know, they were interrogating me and my head just hurt. And I remember them telling me like, well, are you pregnant? And I'm like, these motherfuckers, like, are you kidding me right now? Like, no, I'm not pregnant. You know, like they made me take a test. Like I felt so just violated. And, um, then they left me there and they asked me like where's your mom and I'm like I don't fucking know my mom abandoned me when I was a little girl that was a damn lie but I just I fucking hated Washington I hated everyone here and I didn't want to live here you know I just I hated it so I'd rather fucking stay in a group home than come the fuck back over here and I want to say up until this day I still don't fucking know somebody told my mom you know um and I'm not mad at that, you know, but it's just like, they ended up telling my mom, my mom went, picked me up and it was the worst thing when I got out because I felt like everybody was watching me, like everyone was after me. And that stuck with me for lots of years up until this, where I was afraid that people were watching me now, you know, I'm not afraid of it, but I still, I'm always watching my mirrors cause I'm always feel, I always feel like they're following me. And I want to make sure that nobody's following me. So if I see a car, you know, following me for too long, it's like, what the fuck? Like, then I start getting aggressive. But uh, <laughs> but then, like, some of that. But, yeah, but that's, that's a long-ass story. But that's how I ended up coming back to Oregon. And then I just started working um, and stuff. And, like, yeah, my stepmom was, like, in jail. My dad was in prison. And then... He got out of prison and then, you know, he had a couple um, pro, uh, parole violations and he ended up back in prison. Um, all along, they kept birthing kids, though, let me tell you. 
Um, <laughs> so then the last time that, that my dad was in prison, I, I just remember like, fuck, he's going to get released. And like, I don't want my dad to keep getting these parole violations because he can't make it to his, um, to his courts or his, uh, check-ins or whatever. So I remember like just working and bought him a little car, not like a new car, you know? Um, and just driving it down to my dad. I lived in Portland at the time and just taking it to my dad and to my stepmom. So if they had something to move in, so like this shit didn't happen again. And yeah, I, I want to say that was the last time my dad ever went to prison or anything like that or even jail. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just sucks. So I pretty much got like, I pretty much stayed in, you know, this part of the world. But um, I tried it many times to go back, but I just couldn't find myself anymore. Like, just living out there. It was so much harder. Nothing was really the same. Like, um, I had been and seen too much already. Like, it was just, it was hard. Hey guys, we're going to throw it all the way back. So, Fabi, you want to share some stories? Like, some crazy stories? Mm. <sighs> crazy stories? Fuck, I don't know. I have a bunch of them, I would say. Um, I mean, I don't know how fucking crazy. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't fucking know. Like, okay, help me Yeah, I'll help you. So... After that, when my mom picked Fabi up, she ended up bringing her to Portland. Portland, yeah. Sorry, we moved so many times, girl. So, anyways, my mom ended up bringing her to Portland, and we were living there. And it was pretty fun. And then we ended up moving somewhere else, and then that's when I kind of remember you being a little crazy. Like, chasing people in Portland. You want to share those stories? Uh, well, like, growing up and even being in schools, I was always, like I said, an only child for 12 years. Usually you have your brother and sister, whether they're older or younger. You always have somebody or, you know, um, I didn't really have that. Uh, my cousins that, like, are pretty much after me, they all went to a different school than I did. So I was always solo. Um... I mean, I had, you know, friends here and there, but, like, nothing, nothing, like, I don't know. I just think you have a brother and sister and you guys go to, um, which I'm actually thankful that we were not close in age and go to the same schools and shit like that. Because let me tell you, me on my own, I was already bad. So I cannot even fucking imagine, like, these motherfuckers have been bad on their own, too. So... Gracias a Dios that we weren't. But, so I pretty much was solo all the time. So when I moved to Portland, I was solo. I didn't have cousins, nothing. Like, everyone was back in Cali. And so, just being my dad's daughter and, you know, not, I wouldn't let anybody tell me anything or, like, fucking try to, if, up until this day, I would say I've mellowed out a lot, though. But, fuck. It's taken a lot. a lot out of me to, like, now to where I'm just, like, it doesn't even fucking phase me, like, I mean, of course, if a bitch is running their mouth, then, yeah, it is, it's really gonna fucking pull a trigger, but, uh, for the most part, people could just fucking look at me, and it was already gonna go off, like, I was already popping off, um, I got to chase, and that's what Priscilla's talking about, I would, 
I wouldn't care. I was in Portland, and if somebody would cut me off, or somebody would fucking just, like, flip me off, or it was on. I would chase the motherfuckers to wherever the fuck they lived. I would get off, and fucking, once they were parked, like, oh, yeah, all of a sudden, they were clueless as why the fuck I was being crazy on their ass, and it's like, no, motherfucker, you disrespected me, because if you look at me dirty, that you're disrespecting me. If you fucking flip me off, you definitely disrespected me. If you're going off on me, you're, ooh, ooh, uh-uh, you know, so... I had a lot of that. Like, I wouldn't let nobody disrespect me. Um, Because if they tried, I would show them. Another time I had some fool. um, This was a funny story because when I say I ride for my friends, like, I fucking legit ride for my friends. So I had a a friend, you know, uh, and she called me up and she was kind of like, hey, you know, like, do you think you can take me to my man's work? And I don't know what the fuck. And I think he's up to no good. And I was like, yeah, I'll take you. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. So we go. She finds him basically cheating on, like, lunch break outside, like, a public place. And so she, like, calls him out. And the girl comes out. And she's, like, fighting my friend. My friend was getting her ass beat. So then it fucking pissed me off. So then I grab the bitch off my friend. And I start fucking going at her. And then, um, fucking, that was that. And then... I just, like, once she was, like, pretty good, I just let my friend finish her off, and then we took off. And then, um, when we take off, um, and these are, like, friends that I met, like, you know, at the time, whatever, um, and me and her stopped being friends right shortly after that, because her man ended up going home, um, he must have used PTO or sick time, I'm not too sure, (laughs) but he, um, went home, and he decided to make a call to my cousin's house, where I rented a room from and my cousin's like oh it's for you and I was like oh so I grabbed the phone I was like hello and he just started going off like he has the chingamata like oh you fucking fat bitch like I'm gonna fucking when I see you I'm gonna fucking shoot you and I'm gonna fucking just going off on me and so I was like oh really I'll make it easier for you so I fucking got my car drove to his fucking house got there and was banging the fuck out of the door like open up motherfucker I'm here do what you said you were gonna do (laughs) and I was like loud and then I was making a big ass scene and then people actually started coming out and I was like yeah this motherfucker has a nerve to call me to my house and tell me he's gonna shoot me while I'm just making his job easier I'm here what's up and the the my friend fucking she was inside I could just hear her like Bobby, no, just Bobby, go, go. That motherfucker never came out. But, um, yeah, so I write hard for my friends. But, you know, willing to get blasted in my face. <laughs> you know, it's just that, like, <laughs> to me at that time, like, it was just all about, like, you're not going to disrespect me, motherfucker. Like, you're trying to go off on me because you're being a hoe. You got caught and I gave your, I didn't fucking know you were being a hoe, you know, like, I don't. I don't know. It was just stupid to me, but, but, um, but yeah, it was just like, just shit like that. Like you're going to disrespect me, like be about it. Don't, you know, and it's funny because now like I've, I've had to bite my tongue a lot of times cause I'll black the fuck out and I really don't know what's going on of like my anger and stuff like that. So I really like control myself, I guess I've learned to control that plus that that court to send me to anger management classes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, mama graduated from there Ooh, a couple I, times. I got a PhD up in that house. 
Yeah, I remember. They even threw parties for you guys when you guys graduated. Oh yeah, they did. We had a potluck. <laughs> yeah, she would have potlucks. Oh man. We had a potluck. Set that on. Yeah, so you've always been like a little aggressive. Um, you know, sometimes I do wonder, like, like, like just being crazy, outrageous, and just screaming. I swear I get that from like my grandpa because I remember being out in the rancho like with uh, Abuelo and he would just be screaming like especially when the and it's usually the boys that were the, the cousins that were fucking doing this madre medio oh I have a few in, in mind right now but I just don't want to call any names but um so grandpa would get hella mad especially if they were fucking with his fucking like su tierra you know like oh he'd get mad and he'd just be like, ah, but then he'd be like nothing. He was just like the sweetest person. But anyways, just... I think it's called bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, probably, huh? No, but I do sometimes wonder if like, if my parents hadn't split, you know, and stuff like that. And I would have, we would have grown up in a normal home. I don't fucking know. But I just feel like I had a lot of anger. I had a lot of anger. Um, and you know what the funny thing about it is like, but even before that, honestly, I think I've always had anger issues because yeah, even before that, I mean, I got I into it with my cousins, you know, but I don't fucking know, but, um, I just know that it got worse after my dad's and like my parents split up and shit because, um, yeah, I just, I had questions, but I never dared to like ask my parents and fucking up to now, like, I don't think I've ever asked them, but. Um, but, and whatever they did with their lives, like, I could have been questioning why my mom got married right away and questioning my dad why he got, you know, married right away also, but I, it's none of my fucking business, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that was my parents' business, I, that's why now when they want to be up in a business, well, dad never is, dad could care less. You know? Oh, but mama, she always want to be up in that business. But I don't, I, I don't want nobody asking questions on my life. I never have. Uh -huh. But yeah. <coughs> what this fucking rat say? Somebody a little hot over here. See, the side. Like, she's grabbing the mic all on her own. Like she's not even part. She wasn't supposed to be a part. So growing up, Fabi was always that father and mother figure. Um, for me and my siblings, because a lot of, well, our parents never showed up to, like, anything. <laughs> All fucked up. But, and she was, she was always the one in the crowd. So, if Fabi wasn't in the crowd, like, when we would have something going on at school, then nobody would show the fuck up. I remember that. I remember when, um, like, Ochoa, I remember I was in, um, choir. And I would always look for my mom in the crowd and she would never fucking be there. But I mean, she worked a lot. That was her excuse. Or maybe she just, I don't know, had anxiety and didn't want to go. I don't know, but yeah. So. I had anxiety too, motherfucker. Like I was always scared I was going to beat some fucking little kid's ass for looking at me because I was too big. <laughs> oh, like shit. you did in that one time. Oh, that was my favorite story, actually. Oh, God. Well, it's on you, the bitch. Hey. <laughs> I just feel like, and I'll, 
Y'all thought by Odita, y'all already know the fucking drill. I was the oldest for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, just them. Like, there's no way I was going to let them ride solo. There's no way I was going to let people fucking punk them. There's no way I was going to fucking let them just, like, think bitches can get away with fucking talking shit to my brothers and sisters. There's no way I was going to let my brothers and sisters let people talk shit down to them, you know? So, I had to show them, like, the tough love, like, their moms were around, and I say their moms, but like obviously my mom and then my other brothers and sisters' mom, they were around. My dad was not, but from an early, early age in Priscilla's life, like my mom pretty much gave me that authority. Like, you know, she was four years old, and if something came up, she would be like, Bobby, Priscilla, don't get us a castle. Or, oh, I'm telling her to do, you know, and so she always would, instead of like, you know, you go to your partner, or whatever, my mom would come to me. So for me, it was like, I felt that if you're coming to me, you're letting me handle the situation. So I stepped, I took that role very, very seriously. Why? You lowered it. Why? No, I didn't. Yeah, you but fucking did. I can't hear myself, hear. motherfucker. Yeah, I can't hear myself. Now I can. Okay. Oh, I can't hear myself again. Bitch, because you keep doing this. You oh. One tap. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know how long so, you got it off. I don't know. So anyways, my um, my mom let me pretty much ring at Priscilla, you know, call her attention. And I fucking took that role very seriously. Yeah, she fucking did. And so, um, so yeah. And then not only that, like, and I think it all started with you because when we're in Portland, like, it was my day off or whatever it was. And I, especially payday, like, I always... I always would take you with me everywhere. I'd take you to the stores, buy you whatever the fuck you wanted. Like, my mom didn't give a fuck. Like, my mom was like, hell yeah. And then from there, like, <laughs> my dad was never in the picture. And I always... Thanks, bitch. You make me feel like I'm probably going to get depression after this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, my dad wasn't in the picture, but I always say that. And even with my brothers and sisters, like, I always say my dad was not in the picture because he walked out on his family. Like, that was not the case in case one or case two. Like, I will always put my hands in the fire for my dad. And as, especially after going through, like, my marriages and stuff, like, it sucks, dude. Like, once you know what married life is as a kid, I don't think you understand. But I will put my hands in the fire for him because he didn't, he didn't walk out on his family. Yeah, he was not in our lives. And he was in my brother and sister's lives, you know, but... My dad was a good fucking dad, like, up until I can remember that I was six. I mean, he always was, but up until I was 16, like, fuck, my dad, I remember some stories, and I've passed along to my brothers and sisters, like, my dad would go to high school, and, you know, for whatever fucking reason, we didn't qualify for fucking food, and I don't understand why, because we're poor as fuck, and, um... I would want to eat at, you know, big girl got hungry. And, you know, I was always with, like, friends and stuff. And they're the ones that would, um, like, buy me here, there, whatever. So I would remember there was days where I would ask my dad, like, and I would be embarrassed. And I'd be like, hey, Dad, do you, do you think you have, like, a dollar or something, you know? I mean, the dollar was, like, I don't know, maybe $10. I don't know. But anyways, I would ask my dad. And he'd be, he'd, like, dig into his pockets and he'd have fucking change. He'd be like, oh, mija, like, this is all I have. I was going to buy the... I was going to pay the panadero, but um, just go ahead, take it. I, I would feel so fucking bad, and I'd be like, no, no, dad, it's fine, it's fine, you know? But my dad was always fucking trying. My dad was always fucking trying. Like, that's why I think I am the way I am, because he would give you the last of him, 
that he had. Like, my dad was never a fucking greedy person. You know, like, he may not have a lot, but his heart is fucking worth more than all millions in the fucking world. Like, literally all the gold, everything. And so I know that he was in our lives because of that. And my dad was, if my dad fit that category of a lot of these fucking deadbeats out there, there's no way I would have brought my brothers and sisters around him. You know, they know of my dad because I brought them around a lot, you know, um, because he, they were very young when they were, when they no longer saw him. But so that's why um, I took on that role as their dad or whatever and whatever kind of shit they were ever in. Um, I was always there for them, whether like Priscilla said, was showing up to their school shit or showing up to their fucking juvenile courts or fucking taking them to their probation officers or fucking having them live with me because shit got crazy or taking off your bra and going embarrassing us <laughs> at the fucking schools and stuff like that <laughs> i had my brother and sister so i had my brother beto and Mando, uh my brother beto and my brother and my sister Melly. she she looked like a brother that's why yeah. <laughs> but anyways um she built like that um, your nose is built like that <laughs> And so, anyways, um, they were over here because, I mean, they were always getting to some shit. And they were going to courts. I don't know. But, anyways, they were, like, in junior high. And they fucking, sometimes they'd call me because this little motherfucker would be drawing AK-47s and be getting suspended and shit. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm out here trying to make fucking dinner. And now I got to go to school and get your ass and sit, mirar la pinche cara los principales. Like, that's the last thing I want to do. And you're taking time for me fucking laying my fat ass down. So, of course it was going to upset a bitch up. So, anyways, I, I, went there, and I would fucking take him to school. And as I'm parked there and he's getting off school in the mornings, I would threaten his ass and be like, look, motherfucker, if I get a fucking call or I get told that you didn't go to your fucking third, fourth period and you didn't go to fucking school, oh, you better fucking believe it that I'm coming back. No fucking bra, chichis to the ground, no fucking panties, and I'm walking up in that bitch. And I'm going to be loud as fuck. And then I would fucking like, you know, no, no, Fabio, I'll go to all my classes, I'll go to all my classes. Like, no, 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 no. They were fucking just terrified of Medea walking up in that bitch. Like one time when I was on Facebook, she's like, you better get off that face again. We don't yeah. need to get the mic closer. Oh. But anyways, um, back to the sweet voice. I was Starting to get a little motion the whole day off. But so yeah, I would, you know, I would fucking drive like an hour and a half to the juvie centers because this motherfucker had either a court or his ass needed to get bailed. And I would get calls from his mom and be like, ah, you know, and blah, 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 what the fuck not. And, you know, and I'd be like, I can't fucking, you know, there was to a point where I obviously couldn't do shit. But then there was a point where she pretty much gave me like not like a full custody of them but like i had um like what do you call that like the legal like, guardian like yes i was a legal guardian for them for for a bit there um and i mean the paper didn't really have a date it was a couple of years i want to say but um but yeah like i always jumped in and whatnot like i gotta drive their asses all the way to fucking like 15 hours away to go see my dad and shit like that but i mean i would do it all over again i would say a lot of my life has been based around these fucking rats <laughs> and yeah, it continues it with their oh with their mini rats it was so hard to be Siblings. able to pencil her in for you know a sesh 
and she was making it really tough. Um, she showed up to my house today not. saying, are we doing this shit or not? And I'm just like, bitch, what are you, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, she was ready to do the podcast and I, I don't know. Like she just walks in and it's whenever the fuck she's ready. I don't know who she thinks she is. Yeah. It's when I'm ready. Not when y'all ready. It's when I'm ready. Y'all gotta wait for the queen to be ready. But anyways, um. The queen of rats. <laughs> the queen of y'all rats. <sighs> but yeah. See, I'm old. I forgot what the question was. Oh, always in our face. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I have the right to be in their face. And I'll still be in their face. Man, I remember. So I don't know about Melly, but I remember like when I would get in fights or whatever. Oh, yes, simple. It was fight would always be there and stuff. But I remember that one time this bitch was passing by my mom's house, and it was after school, and I was walking. She didn't know where I lived, and um. I remember I walked, or I was walking, and I was already kind of, like, on the side of my house. And so this bitch flips me off with someone else that's, like, driving. And then they go pull up the car to where they live. I guess they live, like, a street down. And they, so when they flipped me off, I was already, like, going into the house. And I remember I went in there, I threw my fucking backpack, and I was telling Fabi, I was like, this fucking bitch just flipped me off, and they turned in the, in the, you know, other street and all that shit. And she was like, what fucking bitch? So I remember <laughs> I came out, because she's like, go get her, go get her, like, si fuera perra, damn. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get her. So I'm over there walking. Well, when I was walking over there, that girl and that other older, I don't know if it was an aunt or what, but they were walking towards me, like, already, you know? And next thing you know, they turned around real quick. And then I turned around, like, to see who was behind me. And I had my sister. I had Shorty. I had, I don't know, someone else. And they were just following me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know? I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I, they better not even, like, jump in or anything, you know? Like, I got this shit. Anyways, we go, and they go behind the fence. Do you remember that day? Yeah, I remember that day. Because you came and you, yeah, all that that like, you just fucking said. And I was like, oh, hell fucking no. <laughs> I was like, I can't fucking get this bitch. Like, this bitch. But I, you know, I couldn't. For one, the bitch was like one third of me. And then. She was taller than me. Well, I don't know, but she, she was, was hella like, tall. Man, she was in middle school. But it just yeah. fucking pissed me off because it's like, you really think you're going to fucking do shit to my sister? And like, we're just going to fucking stand here like. I want that's you know like I'm gonna fuck you up but then it's like I can't fuck her up you know <laughs> but um so then yeah we're just like fucking telling like beachy like you better fucking go handle that shit don't don't let like no little fucking punk ass bitch think she can punk you no matter how big or small she fucking is like first of all if you're fucking big and you think you're gonna punk on a little kid like oh look how badass you fucking look and then if you're fucking tiny as fuck then handle your own when you get fucking served and shit but Mm -hmm. Anyways, a fucking um, yeah, we fucking did that. <laughs> that shit was funny. Then they were just like, they were all big and bad up until we they fucking seen that they were gonna get their asses handed, and then they jumped over that fence to be on their own property mm -hmm. to call the fucking cops, yep. pussy ass motherfuckers. And then the little bitch never went back, went back to school. Yep, 
that day I remember um we, so I went up to her fence and finally was like don't fucking go in there don't go in there and I was like I'm not and so I was calling her out and I was like come on bitch you want to fucking you know act all bad and shit like what's up so um I was like telling her like let's throw it down you know out here outside of the fence and she didn't want to I think she wasn't even outside I don't fucking know but they ended up calling the fucking cops and everything dude that was the last time I ever seen that bitch she never went back to school dude I waited for that bitch to come back I remember if I was like, you better fucking beat that bitch's ass because if they beat your ass and when you get home, I'm going to beat your ass too. And I was like, fuck, I needed to beat that bitch's ass. But yeah, she never came back. Yep, that was that was the mentality. That was the willow mentality too. But um, yeah, like if you don't beat their ass, then you come back home to get your ass beat. For real, so it was, uh, yeah, crazy 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 i remember that one time too when um that girl kept staring at melly at new horizons you know what's crazy though and i think we've shared this and we've talked about this that as far as like here us three like melly has had those two where she blacks the fuck out when she's like beating on a bitch that she don't remember oh, oh, yeah. and she gets scared of that I'm and i'm like that to too and i know that you're like i don't fucking remember like it just like all and that's mm-hmm. exactly like all three of us are like that i don't know the rest but um we're like that where we just we get scared of our own selves and that i think that has helped me a lot to like pull away from situations and stuff because if there's anybody that I'm fucking scared of in this world, it is myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is my own self because my own self is the only I'm the only person that can get get myself into deep shit or get myself out of shit, mm-hmm. you know? And um but, you know, I mean, if I didn't have a fucking conscience or like thought it through sometimes, but it took a lot of years honestly mm-hmm. to really think about do I really want to fucking get into trouble? Like I could really hurt this person yeah and it's like that's how i felt when all that shit had gone down and i ended up moving to california uh-huh um when all that shit went down i ended up moving to california that's how i felt i was like dude like i'm gonna go crazy it's open like i remember one of those nights i was so fucking pissed dude i was trying to go and do some shit and i remember that fabi and my mom fucking took the keys from me and I was just fucking crying of how pissed I was because, you know, like, I wanted to handle shit in my own hands, you know? And so then, yeah, we ended up fucking... We ended up fucking, um... So, yeah, I ended up moving to California because, you know, like, I was scared of what I was careful of. She's looking over Literally. here. Uh-huh. No, yeah. My mom. She, I think she hung. I'm not sure. Oh. But, yeah, because I was scared of what the fuck I was going to, you know, end up doing. And mm-hmm. it was just building up inside of me. But, yeah, moving to Cali was the best decision I ever made. But, yeah, shit's crazy. Well, you guys, we're going to wrap it up because this one was pretty, pretty um, long, this episode. But, you know, just comment on Spotify. There's, like, this section where you can comment, you put your thoughts or whatever. And if you want Fabi back on another episode, then just comment down. And, yeah. 
Yeah, I I told Priscilla this morning, I was like, dude, you do fucking know that you got to stick to a certain thing, like a theme, like to talk about something because fuck, I've been through so much shit and that it's like, I, I could write a fucking book. I could write like a bunch of books. Like but, Harry Potter thick. Yeah. <laughs> thick, thick, thick. But yeah, so I was like, fuck, I don't know. Cause just one, I'm like, just my, and I briefed it on my fucking, that whole drug bust shit that happened when I was like fucking 16, 17, whatever the fuck. Um, I briefed that shit, but just that alone right there, that's a lot of shit, you know? Um, so I had told her and I was like, I haven't even covered a whole lot. I mean, people, it's funny because people think they know me. Like the only people that know me, know me. I know like my deepest, darkest is like, I would say my sisters. And even at that, like. I would say my best friend, you know, like, shawty, but, um, like my deepest things and like that girl right there, like, yeah, she's, she was on the hunt for me to hunt a bitch down. Really? But, yeah. Like when me and her would not fucking sleep when, um, oh, I think I remember. Yeah, down. I remember. But, um, yep, from not knowing a bitch's name, so be scared, be scared of this beast here, for not knowing a bitch's name, not knowing her first, her second, her nickname, uh, number, nothing. I, we got down, and we got this bitch address, her numbers, who her, her husband name, her kids' names, like, yeah, don't fuck with me, the one, the only. I just think, <laughs> okay, it's the one going. I know, right? <laughs> um, nah, but seriously, like, when I set my mind to things, I can conquer them. But the sad part about it is, a lot of the times, it's been so hard to like be able to um focus and stay focused because just the way life's been a roller coaster and not just now not in the past year couple years but just my whole fucking life that's a motherfucking wrap eh they don't have a bathroom oh right. my god shut up